Welcome back to the podcast, and thank you for tuning in this week. I'm your host, Nate. I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of the Goshu tribe? Allow me to tell you a little bit about them. Located 45 miles southwest of Salt Lake City, Utah, the Skull Valley Indian Reservation is home to the Goshu Native Americans. The Goshu tribe haven't always been the most financially sound as they've lacked any means of making money. Living in the arid Skull Valley meant that the Goshute tribe haven't even been able to rely on farming to make money. Life for the Goshutes would be like this up until 1997 when the private fuel storage company contacted the tribe's leaders with a deal, awarding $100,000 to the tribe in exchange for temporary use of their land. Goshute leaders in private fuel storage struck a deal that would allow private fuel storage to build temporary waste disposal facilities on the Goshute Indian Reservation. According to the Nuclear Information and Resource Service, these temporary sites would store around 40,000 tons of high-level radioactive waste right next to the Goshute Reservation, endangering tribe members in the process. When these temporary sites would be built shortly after the agreement was signed, private fuel storage would take it upon itself to start construction on Goshute tribal lands, which effectively went against the initial agreement to only build on desolate land. Unfortunately, when the Goshute tribe members realized how bad a situation they were in, it would be too late. When leaders of the Goshute tribe tried reaching out to the Interior Bureau of Indian Affairs, they would realize the level of corruption within the very system set up for them, as the IBIA not only hastened the in the review process of the private fuel storage proposal, but also approved the land lease despite knowing there would be conflicts of interest and unlawful acts at play. As one might expect, the Goshu tribe isn't the only native population to be slighted by a much larger entity than themselves. The farming scene in Singer, India in 2006 would be essentially upended as 997 acres of farmland were expropriated by the state government and given to the private company called Tata Motors to have a car factory built on top of the land. Just like the Goshu tribe members, farmers in Singer would not give up or lose hope. Fortunately, a decade later, the farmers in Singer would receive their land back when the Supreme Court of India quashed the land acquisition. With both the Goshu tribe and Singer farmers as appropriate evidence, the question of global citizenship must pop into one's mind, considering how both groups were mistreated by entities much more powerful than they were. Now with that out of the way, I would like to take a moment and thank today's sponsor. Want a break from the ads? If you tap... I'm just kidding. There is no sponsor for today. But you might be asking yourself what you can do with this information. Well... What has been done to the Goshu Indians and Singer farmers is beyond deplorable and represents a disregard for human rights around the world. Crossing Borders defines human rights as basic rights and freedoms that all people are entitled to regardless of nationality, sex, national or ethnic origin, race, religion, language, or other status. But how might this relate to the Goshu tribe and farmers and Singer? The Goshu tribe and Singer farmers were denied their human rights from their lands being infringed upon by private businesses. But now what? What is to be said about all this? This trend of large corporations disregarding human rights can cause a domino effect, not necessarily of the key term, which may cause companies in the future to continue to disregard the wants and needs of Native Americans in the land that they have been allocated. Globally, this could mean more populations being marginalized as big business pushes its agenda on parts of the developing world. What should be done? A better question would be what could be done. 
the Bureau of Indian Affairs needs to be carefully reconsidered, as its job is to quite literally enhance the quality of life, promote economic opportunity, and carry out the responsibility to protect and improve the trust assets of American Indians. If this cannot be done, I am worried about what this might mean for Native American tribes like the Goshute. And with that all being said, thank you for listening to my podcast.